Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Child Of. We took a break for a while because I was publishing my book, which is out now. If you've listened to the last episode that I released, I talk about that. Um, But we're back officially for the summer, and I am going to be doing a series on the codependent parent or the quote-unquote safe parent that is usually married to the narcissist. Um, So that will be coming in the next couple episodes. I wanted to start this section of episodes out on the topic of anger and why it is important for you to tap into that. And of course, I'll share my own story with it so that it's relatable and then what I've learned about anger over the past few years. So let's start out with the basics. What is anger? First of all, anger is simply and most basically, it is emotional information. It's telling you something. Generally, it stems from a kind of hurt or a wrong in your life. Things that can inspire someone to be angry are like things like injustice, or watching someone be mistreated, or being mistreated yourself, seeing someone take advantage of a system or another human being, things like physical abuse, cruel words, and even annoyances can trigger the experience of anger, although that's a completely different deep dive. So here's the thing. You have emotions. Everyone has emotions, and our emotions are intended to give us information about what's going on within us and what's going on around us. And we need to be tapped into that because that information is vital to seeing the world and experiencing the world as a whole picture. And maybe it's even more helpful to look at anger as an expression of value. We are angry at injustice because we value justice. We are angry at abuse because we value love and tenderness. We are angry at hurt because we value being whole and being treated well. So look at it as something is off in a value system or rather in your value system, because this is what matters to you. So when I was growing up as a young girl, a young female in a fairly, I would say, average household, aside from the fact that my father was a narcissist and my my mother was codependent, um, I learned very early on that anger was dangerous and that my expression of my anger was not acceptable. This was shown to me through consistent criticism from my mother, who did not like it when I stirred the pot that was our home, and it was consistently seemed to be at the boiling point, and I didn't like that. So I had a problem with being hurt, as most children do. It's not a good feeling. Nobody likes to be hurt. But when you're in an abusive household and when you have a a codependent parent who is trying to keep the peace and trying to keep everything at a slow simmer so that it doesn't boil over and you as a child are saying, hey, these things hurt and you're advocating for yourself in what ways you know how as a small child, which is probably not the best way, but you don't know. But in this kind of dynamic you are not allowed to express your anger or your hurt, and it creates symptoms into adulthood. What I experienced personally as a child who grew up in this dynamic, constantly being told to 
either speak up for myself in a different way or just not speak up for myself or that I was an angry, hateful child for being upset. Um, It silences you after a while and it teaches you that nobody wants to hear or experience your reality. So for me, going into relationships after um, growing up in this dynamic, I did not know how to get angry in an appropriate way. So what would happen was that I would not speak up for myself. I wouldn't say when something hurt me. I would keep myself quiet just like I was taught and I would just swallow all of the all of the pain. And let me tell you guys, things did not get better for me. They did not. Now, I kept myself in situations that were were not good and even if they had the potential for good, um I was not able to speak up for myself, so anything bad that happened, I just allowed. And when you allow bad things to happen, when you allow people to treat you poorly, they continue to do that. And fundamentally, what had happened is that I had lost touch. I had lost access to my anger. I felt like I didn't have the right to it, to my own emotions, to my own information. I felt like I didn't have the right to it. It had been taken from me. And essentially what had to happen was I had to get to a place where things were so incredibly bad, so incredibly painful that I had no other choice but to say, I can't keep doing this. I cannot keep surrendering my right to my anger and allowing people to just continually get away with treating me horribly. You see, anger is information and information gives us the ability the ability to analyze it and decide what we're going to do with that information. It is the in- initiative to action. So basically, if you can't access the information, you cannot enable yourself to make or create action in areas of your life that desperately need it. For most of my life, I was hobbled. I wasn't able to create the action that I needed because I refused the information that I was given because that's what I was taught as a child. You refuse this information because it's dangerous. The fundamental message is that if you get angry, you are at risk because as a child, you don't have the kind of power over your own life that you do as an adult. You are vulnerable to those who are adults in your life. Now, I want to clarify right now that I am talking about anger, just anger. I'm not talking about rage. I'm not talking about hate. I am talking about anger. And a lot of us as children of narcissists have experienced anger being misused. There is a way to create healthy action from the information that your anger gives you. But like anything in life, it can be used to harm others. So there is a way, and abusers do this, to use their anger to hurt you and to harm the people that they should be protecting in their lives instead of analyzing it and realizing that maybe there's stuff in themselves that they need to heal. And something that plays into what I just said is that anger is also a form of energy. If you've ever seen someone get angry you notice how it activates them. It lights them up, not in like a happy way, but obviously in an angry way. But this is incredibly important because the energy that anger gives us is so valuable. 
it is necessary to create the action that the information of anger is giving us and showing that is needed. And honestly, if you think about it, we are so perfectly designed to handle issues that come into our lives because anger gives us information. It gives us the energy we need to take action. Like that's so beautiful if you think about it in a very pure and healthy way. So in my own life, I think that the most valuable thing that anger has allowed me to do is to move away from situations and people that were perpetrating harm because I was able to say, you know, this hurts. It's okay that I'm angry because this is actually wrong. I don't like this and it's okay for me not to like this. And then I'm able to move away from that and no longer be in those situations or around those kinds of people. Whereas before, if I hadn't allowed myself to experience that anger, which was healthy, it was a reflection of what was going on. I wouldn't have been able to make those really critical decisions to make my life better. And also essentially just to keep myself safe, which is a a basic and fundamental human need. The thing that is needed though, when it comes to allowing yourself to experience anger is self-discipline because you can experience anger and you can go out and you can fling that anger around as a weapon and you can hurt a lot of people with it because it is a lot of energy. You have to figure out how to handle your anger and how to hone it and use it in a positive way. Also, if you're dealing with something like codependency, which is what I was really strongly dealing with prior to being able to access my anger, um, it's going to be a huge step towards releasing you from that bondage. It's really, really difficult to stay in a codependent state where you're constantly relying on someone else when you are fully in tune with your own anger and that energy. It will, for me, it broke me out of codependency. Everyone's different though in the ways that they experience change in their life and the way that they experience healing. There is another level to this and that is that... Everything that comes out of us, whether it be our affections, our desires, our needs, or our anger, all of these things go towards revealing who we are on the inside and our character. So what we do with our emotions, what we do with our energy, how we use it, shows who it is that we are. Now, maybe you use that energy and you're like, oh man, that's, I don't like that. Okay, well, you're taking that information of the action that you you created from your energy. And if you don't like it, here's the thing. You get to change that. You can say, I'm going to act differently from now on. And you can make positive change. Or on the flip side of that, you could experience anger, choose to use that energy, and find out that you're incredibly good at that. You're incredibly self-disciplined. You don't say harsh things. You guard your words in your mouth and you explain what the problem is and you're incredibly good at that. That could be also be a result of being able to use that energy is that you're incredibly good at advocating for yourself in a healthy and kind way. Like I said, using this energy and allowing it to create action, it shows who you are. You need to know who you are so that you can either grow and change or 
Have a moment where you're really proud of yourself. Those are great moments. I used to think that I was terrible when it came to confrontation or arguments. The reality was that I hated it because it was never a positive experience. But the thing was is that I was very, very good at navigating those things. And I never gave myself the chance to realize that until I was able to, to access my anger and allow myself to have, have that experience. Okay, I wanna pivot a little bit. When it comes to anger and being angry and maybe even, you know, showing your teeth sometimes, I need you to understand that there will be circumstances in your life when you need to be a little bit mean. It's important that you are able to stand up for yourself, not in a cruel way, but in a way that shows another person that you do mean business and that you are willing to get your hands dirty. Because there are people in this world who are awful and who will take advantage of you and and they will take advantage of people who are generally weak because that's what they do. You need to be able to stand up to people like that and hold your own. As a child of a narcissist, you may have been kind of subliminally programmed to think that weakness is a virtue or that not being able to hurt a fly is a virtue. It's not. Those things are only good to people who are looking to take advantage of you and manipulate you. Not being able to hurt a fly is not a positive thing. If you think about or consider the people in your life or people, I guess, outside of your life who you look up to, who you admire, chances are they are able to stand up to people in positions of power, people who are hurting others. They have that inner strength and that conviction that allows them to use their energy to protect. They get angry and create positive action when things are wrong. This is like the classic motif of superhero movies. And in reality, it's something that is important to also cultivate in ourselves. Just think about like the Hulk, for instance. Like that guy can do some damage, but he chooses to use that energy and that anger for a good purpose. Is he perfect? Absolutely far from it. But does he try like hell? Completely. And we admire him for that. That's something to build in yourself. Uh, I wrote these words. Let's see. When did I write them? Oh, just a couple weeks ago when I was processing this whole idea and wanting to do this episode. And um, I'll share them with you. There will be times when you need to use your teeth, when you need to draw blood from those who seek to destroy the weak. And you cannot do so if you have filed away all of your sharp edges. Blessed are the meek, those who know how to use the sword but choose to keep it sheathed. Blessed are those who pursue pursue peace, and peace is something that, at times, only war can achieve. If you are weak, there will be those who will take advantage of that. But if you have sharp teeth, a mean bite, and a smile that glints like the sky, people will think twice. Weakness is not a virtue. Discipline is. I really hope that you guys take encouragement from this episode. Anger has been really something that I've been like weirdly passionate about these past few months, especially as I've really been able to delve into the positives and the blessings that come from healthy anger. So I hope that you guys are able to apply these things to your life and get some good out of it. 
And as always, if you want to chat, if you have questions or stories that this episode brought up, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can send me an email or um, send me a DM on Instagram. Both of those resources are linked in the podcast bio. I love hearing from you guys. I've heard from so many of you and I can't thank you enough for reaching out, for sharing your stories and for just connecting with me. It's wonderful and it makes me feel like I'm not speaking into a void. Also, if you haven't grabbed a copy of my book yet, it is available on Amazon and the Kindle store. Um, It's called Heavy Water, a collection of poetry and prose. A lot of what I wrote in there is from my experience of growing up, obviously, with a narcissistic father and a codependent mother um, and the pain that I experienced in that. Anyhow, I hope that you guys are all doing very well. I hope the best for you guys, and I will talk to you all again next week.